Hello, everyone. Welcome to Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk with host Earl Motes and me, Doreen Davis. And today's topic is going to be on jealousy. Earl, good morning. Good morning. I, I missed you last week. Uh, missed being here. <laughs> there was a reason. Yes, there was. It was a good reason. <laughs> okay. Are we ready to go? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, well, uh, you might think this might be a very strange subject to be talking about on a gospel program, but you don't hear this talked about. Uh, well, I see us. Uh, I see us as a program meant for everyone. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's like not mentioned much, and and I, I don't know how many times I've ever heard a message really on jealousy. Just somebody just come along and teach on jealousy, but. It is a, it is something that will destroy your life, and will drive you crazy if you let it, and you you either you either have it or you don't have it. You know, it's either in your life or it's not. But if it is, you need to get rid of it because it's one of the things that will drag you down and cause you all kinds of heartache and trouble. And there's actually about three types of jealousy. I that, I've, that I wrote down here. One of them is a rational type where you have a legitimate doubt that there's something going on between you and a family member or between you and your spouse, between you and somebody that there's a relationship between. And it's, it's, it's for the reasonable doubt is that you're pretty well sure that something's going, something is going on. The second one is naturally is one of the biggest things that all of all is family jealousy, and that is jealousy between siblings and family over jobs or positions or who's number one in the family and uh, she got this and I didn't get it and she's got a new bicycle and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's that's just childish jealousy there, but it can grow and it can be it can fester itself into something that will cause you all kinds of pain and suffering if you let it if you let it go on. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's just an irrational type for you that you're just you've got fears and you don't even realize you've got them and you're 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 looking at people out of the corner of your eye when there's no reason to. You're just you're just you're just thinking wrong. In other words, your your mind is on the wrong stuff. And there's a there's a term that's that they talk about a lot. You hear this a lot. It's called born out of jealousy, and and that's that's something that got into a person that they begin to look at the at someone differently. They begin to eye people out the corner of their eye and watch what's going on in their life, and or you're envious of someone's good fortune that you. You see somebody doing well and you're not doing as well as they are, and you you. That that is just that term out of jealousy. That's in other words, it's talking about acts that are done out of jealousy. Mm-hmm. And um, as a young person in my life, uh, I was bothered with this quite a bit. Not in my family because we didn't really have anything much to be jealous over. We all were pretty much on the level, you know, of uh, inside the family. And mom and dad did the best they could do, and so we we all were pretty level. But as as a young person, when I started dating and things like that, I was very jealous of my partners or the people that I was 
that I was running around with, or the, the lady that I was, not lady, but girl at that uh-huh. time, <laughs> that I was seeing. And, and, and I didn't want her talking to anybody. I didn't want her conversing with all the other guys, and I didn't want to hear about them other guys, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or somebody that, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, someone starts talking about somebody they dated previously. You don't want to hear that. That's not that's not something that you want going on in your life. So, so how how you can recognize this this in a person's life is that you see tendencies toward uh, insecurity in their life, mm-hmm. uh, where they they see themselves on a different level, mm-hmm. and so they get insecure, and they've mm-hmm. probably got fears fear. that's operating in their life mm-hmm. that they don't even realize that they have them. They just they just. I know people, and I know you. You know them, Doreen. You you know people who that you know are are have this problem. Yes. That, that they are that they are actually jealous of other people, envious of other people. Yes. Now, envy and jealousy is a little bit different. And you and I have witnessed the same people. Oh yeah, I uh, I, I know some people. You know, I, I mean, I, I I'm familiar with some people who uh, who had that had that problem all their life, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it broke up their home in some cases because uh, th- their their spouse wasn't doing anything but just being normal. Mm-hmm. But they read into everything that went on. Mm-hmm. Now, how you recognize this too is like if if your spouse or your someone starts check nowadays, it the easy way to do this, Doreen, is you just check their social. What's going on on their social level, on their cell phones and their their computers and all this stuff? Pretty sad. Yes, you you go you go back and start checking things. Well, you know what? Can I say this? I'm yeah. going to intervene here for a second. That's okay. When I was married, I never, I never had an ounce of jealousy. I never felt like I needed to check the cell phone, check the social media. <laughs> I never felt like I needed to do any of those things. Um, but those who have jealousy, I think, are the ones who are going to be the ones to, oh, I've got to check. The, I've got to check and make sure they're not doing what they're not supposed to be doing, or they're not looking at this person and that person. Blah 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 blah. I think those who have the insecurities with the jealousy are going to be the people who do that, don't you? Uh, exactly. And and well, I never had any reason in my life to be jealous of my spouse mm-hmm. uh, I told you and I've told other people that I trusted my wife to the point that I laughed about this and I said I would put my wife in the car with the two best looking men in <laughs> Cleveland and I would send her to California mm-hmm. and she would go and stay a week and come back and she'd, she'd come back exactly the same way that she left mm-hmm. because Anybody who who hit on her, it didn't take but about two seconds to get put in your place. Yep. <laughs> and and uh, like, well, I was gone a lot and I traveled a lot, and people would say, "Don't you worry about some guy coming in and hitting on your wife while you're gone. You're gone for weeks at a time." And I said, "Well, she's high maintenance." <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, said, I said, if he if he wants to take on about fifteen hundred dollars a month, you know, I, I said, but I said, but the one thing I don't want him to do is I want him don't want him messing with my food, you know. 
but but that 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 was that was never a part after i mean in my marriage i have never ever ever had the slightest inclination that anybody uh and she guy, never worried about you no you were on the road all the time well if she if she had it would have drove her crazy you mm-hmm. understand what i'm saying because i'm out hundreds and hundreds of miles away in a town nobody knows who i am from adam's tomcat you know mm-hmm. so that the you have to you have to relax there because if you don't, you you drive yourself crazy. Yeah, and and uh, no, she no. As far as I know, that didn't happen. But uh, but I but I but I did have when I was young. I did have a few of those tendencies. But uh, I I just think that that it's something that eats on you. It's called the green eyed monster. Mm-hmm. And it got its name from as I was telling you this morning or yesterday, it got its name from the play Shakespeare's play Othello, mm-hmm. where that's where it got labeled the green eyed monster. <laughs> and and because of, of the gremlins and the cats for the green eyes and all this stuff. And 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 in that in that scenario, uh he 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 put suspicion in Othello's mind about his wife and he got so suspicious of her that he finally killed her (laughs) (laughs) and it was all it was all a hoax I mean he was he was just trying to break them up Uh so you see you can allow things to get in your mind to the point and he finally killed himself after he realized what a mistake he'd made by killing his wife he finally killed himself it's just a play I understand but but the green-eyed monster you've heard that all your life the green-eyed monster and and it'll eat you up I mean, it, it, you you can't you can't rest you can't you can't sleep. Well, if you get that in your mind. Go ahead. Since you're hitting on that, if I can add this to that, um, I know someone um, in my family who has struggled with jealousy, and jealousy is a spirit. Um, the spirit of jealousy, and when you when jealousy gets so deep inside of someone and they don't recognize it or admit to it especially admitting to it but when jealousy just is so deeply instilled inside of someone they begin and it's and they've had this issue for years and years and years they begin to actually get delusional about things. They start hearing things that was never said. They start seeing things that aren't even there. Don't exist. They will take every word that is said and just overthink it. They'll overthink on uh, things that were said and... And then it gets so out of whack that um, let's just say they lose themselves. Mm-hmm. They lose who they are. They're lo- they're they're lost. Um, yeah, they can have a normal life, but when it comes to that jealousy towards this person or that person. They're not going to see that person in the correct light. Any other way. Any other way. Right. And 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 two there, it's like it becomes a lifestyle. 
Yes. It becomes it becomes every day you get up and and you think I I got I got to check this. I got to check. Well, listen. That's you can't function. You, it's it's and I still say and I think you'll agree. I still think that comes a lot from insecurity. Yeah. That's a person who it's, feels like they're inadequate in that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's just let's just take that uh, you got you got an uh, an old ugly ball-headed guy, and he's got a beautiful knockout wife. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he looks at himself compared to her, mm-hmm. and he begins to think, "I'll never be able to hold on to her because she's too pretty." Okay, and so he begins then to form things in his mind. Now, women can do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, but it's mostly the other way around. But if in his mind, he begins to form things that, that she is looking around when she's really not. And naturally, men are going to naturally men are going to are going to kind of flock to her a little bit because she's beautiful, and 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 people like to be around beautiful people, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like someone said about when I sang with you. They said I only sang for the pretty people. So, <laughs> <laughs> And you know who said it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but th- that's true. And and but then then in his mind, he's saying, okay, it's just a matter of time. Now, if he's got a fortune, he may be able to hold on to her, and, and she may not be even she may not even be thinking those thoughts. Mm-hmm. But in his mind, he's saying that. Yeah. And so that's in, that's inadequacy. That's that's that's. Putting yourself down and and lowering yourself. Uh, didn't you always feel like you're just as good as anybody? I, I I've I've always felt like and I'm, I've always felt like I'm just as good as anybody. I'm, I I don't bow down to any person. Do you? Mm. No, uh, no, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting in a restaurant one time. And in comes Mickey Gilly. Everybody knows who Mickey Gilly is, and he had an entourage of people. And the person I was with said, "Oh my God, there's Mickey Gilly." I said, "So, right? <laughs> you know, but but again, looking at people from from the with the wrong vision, mm-hmm. the wrong idea mm-hmm. will cause that. Now, and in- the wrong vision is the key. I mean, because you can look at someone. Okay, for me, for me, example. Um, you know, when we were younger. You know, we didn't have a lot. Right. So I saw these kids in school, and I thought they were better than me because, you know, we don't know what's mm-hmm. going on in each other's worlds at home, you know, in their homes or anything. But in my world, you know, we we didn't have a lot at times. And so I did see, I think I saw other kids better than me, but I wasn't jealous of them. You know, you can think one way not have that jealousy um i never i it what it caused me to do was kind of shy away because i was shy so i might have had one or two friends which which is which was all i needed but and i felt just as good as they did as my friends did but the people that that i didn't really know that looked like they had it all mm-hmm. yeah i saw them being better than me but they weren't they weren't does that make sense? Yes, and and a lot of times, the big people are 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 not that they're not that boisterous. They're not no. that. Uh, 
Now, I didn't have anything. I mean, when I when I went to school, I was so we we were poor people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know it because everybody else in the neighborhood looked just like we did. But when I went to when I went to high school, I, I ran like I told you. I went to I, I ran into some people, not very many, but a few that had money. They owned stores and they owned restaurants and they owned car lots and and so they were business people and their families. That those kids had cars. I didn't have a car, but. The funniest thing happened in my junior year at high school. All those rich people started hanging out with me. (laughs) I guess it was my effervescent personality. I don't know what it was. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But but they started hanging out with me, and they they became my friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, when when we went on the trip to Washington, D.C., on our senior trip, the— I was sitting with the with the girls who had money, you know, and and, and the guys, and so uh, I always, I just always thought, well, I, you know, they they've got more than I do, but they're no better than me, mm-hmm. and I don't think they thought they were. Mm-hmm. I, now some, yeah, some maybe, but I was never jealous of them. I mean, I I realized I wasn't going to have what they had, mm-hmm. and then. Later on in life, I made more money than they did. Yeah, so, but uh, you just, you just, you just can't let this thing get out of hand in your life. And Mm-mm. and I see it, I see it crawling into even even into into religious circles into the oh, church. Oh, it's there, the, it's there, big time. It's 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 a bad place for it. Mm-hmm. It's and I don't and I, again, I'm not talking about putting down it. I'm just saying that people. Uh, they look at they look at people and they say, and you said something to me which really really stuck home with me, like if I'm up on the, I'm up there doing something and I'm not not really adequate, I'm not going and you and I know you're really good at it, I'm going to keep you sitting on the pew, because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you get up there you're going to show me. Yeah, up. I'm good at sitting on the pew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've sat on one for a long time, but but uh, I I got involved in 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 everything, you know, later on. And so, I, I, but I just never had any reason to be real jealous of 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 people. I always figured sooner or later, if I keep at it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on their level if I can. Right. Uh, but the. Uh, Inside inside the church, you you look at you look at people who, and this is one of one of the fallacies that I see, and I've, I saw it. I've been in the same church for sixty four years and sat on pews, and and I I see this happening a lot of times. When I went to, when I first went to the church that I'm attending, I took like I I told you I took nothing but a cup of couple of pair of khaki pants and a couple of shirts and a, and a little old car and there was no reason for them to cater to me at all because but they did mm-hmm. and and because i was a guy i was young barbara and i were we were 23 and 26 when we started going to church and so we were young people there and so they started catering to us and calling my name from the pulpit and all of this kind of stuff and I got afraid that people was going to get jealous of me because they were talking about me all the time, and I didn't want that. I I didn't want somebody to to not like me because mm-hmm. I liked everybody. Yeah. And but you see someone get saved, Doreen, 
you see a, a young person come in or a young, not a young person, just a, a young Christian, I'll say. Mm-hmm. They get saved in the church. And honestly, everybody is going to, everybody's going to kind of gather around them because mm-hmm. they're like a newborn baby in mm-hmm. the church and like a newborn baby in the home. So they're going to get a lot of attention. Well, you would be surprised. Some of the Christians get jealous of a newborn, newborn Christian yeah, yeah. because they're getting attention. My goodness alive, you have to feed them with milk in the mm-hmm. very beginning. So, uh, so that's that's a really that's really a disgrace mm-hmm. to to think that I'm jealous of you because they're they're paying attention to you because you just came in off the street and got saved, mm-hmm. and they're paying attention to you. But it happens, mm-hmm. and. In the music programs is where you're going to find all kinds of jealousy and and envy because I can do that better than so-and-so, and and they've got them up there singing. (laughs) And so I know you see the same thing. I know know that Mm -hmm. that, that, that you you see that same same thing going on that I do, but it's not right. No. And, And God is not in no, jealousy. he's not in jealousy. No, he's not. No, he's not. Um, Go ahead. Uh, jealousy is a fear of losing something you already have. Already have. Yeah. It's a complex emotion, evolving feelings of insecurity, fear, anger, anxiety, or resentment. Mm-hmm. James three sixteen. For where envying and strife is. There is confusion and every evil work. Every evil work. First Corinthians 13, 4 through 5. I'm just going to give the little, um, just the three words in that, uh, in those two scriptures is love envies not. There is no love in jealousy. Uh, Proverbs 14, 30. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy is the rottenness of the bones. In Proverbs 27, 4, wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Jealousy is a sin. It isn't coming from love. Anything that isn't coming from love is a sin. Jealousy is a spirit. There is no peace in having jealousy. You can't grow. You can't see things the right way in having jealousy. Let me ask you, Earl. You were talking earlier about how you were jealousy. I mean, you were. <laughs> you were okay. jealous. Rephrase that. <laughs> okay. I am not jealousy. Was that a Freudian slip? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, I don't want to get tickled here. Okay. Uh, when you're talking about jealousy, what about those who say, I'm jealous because I love you? Is there such thing as a jealous love? I don't think there is. Possible, possible, but it comes from God. God will tell you that he is jealous. He is but jealous. He's jealous of your, he's jealous of your service. He's jealous of your your lifestyle, and he's jealous of your love and honor toward him. Say he, he will tell you, I'm a jealous God. In that case, yes, but no, no. Love, jealousy is not love. There's no such thing. 
jealousy will kill you. It, mm-hmm. it will it will kill love. It'll it'll drive love right out of your house. Yes. Uh, uh, children, siblings, fight over who's going to. Mom pays more attention to one kid than she does the other kid, mm-hmm. and they get jealous of, to the point that they do mean things to each other. Now, is that love? Of course not. No. And it's it's. But again, it's you've you've nailed it, and we've said it several times. It's insecurity. Mm-hmm. It's a person who has got fears operating in their life, mm-hmm. and it turns into jealousy because this is the only way they can deal with it. That they they say they don't realize they're jealous. They, they but they're they're possessive. Yes, they're possessive and jealousy. Also plays a part in controlling. Yeah, a jealous person will try to control. Um, jealousy robs a person of their own identity. They're not happy with who they are, and they're not happy with what they have. Just like you said, in other words, earlier. Um, you know, it can also bring paranoia in someone. You know, just like I mentioned earlier about that family member, there's paranoia there for them to overthink and see and hear things that aren't there, that aren't being said. That's paranoia. Um, I have some steps on how to overcome joy. I mean, joy. Jealousy. Boy, I'm really, I'm at it this morning, aren't I? <laughs> okay, well, Mr. Jealousy, go ahead. <laughs> you're, not, you're not at a loss for words. You just got the wrong word. I just got the wrong words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're only human here. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Earl. <laughs> well, uh, it, it robs you, okay? And if I, if, if I if I look at you and and I'm jealous of that person, it robs me because I I can't I can't I can't really love you the way that I want to if I'm if I'm constantly suspicious and 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 sneaking around trying to find out things. I was pretty good when I was younger. I was pretty good at drawing things out of people. I could get them talking. And I could feed them a big long line, and they'd tell me what I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that that again can create jealousy because uh, previous things happen. You know, you, you uh, now my wife was married before, and she was a widow when I married her, and you would think that I would think that she was comparing me to her first husband. Never happened. The name, his name was Fred, was never mentioned. Never mentioned. Mm -hmm. My wife is a classic act. She... She really is when mm-hmm. it comes to that kind of stuff. Now, she has her faults like everybody else does. Well, and he is a part of her past, so, yeah. you know, uh, and, there's and no I need don't in know, bringing I don't him know, up. I never asked about the relationship between them. I never, I never d- dove into that at all. You were her new beginning. Well, 
uh, I was very secure mm-hmm. in 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 my ability to hang on to a lady. You know, I mean, but but the thing about it was, I didn't. I, that, that, if I could have let that bother me, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, then that really gets then that really gets bad when you got these people who've been married three or four times and and <laughs> yes. <laughs> You goes well, and you think, okay, back. what happened? Okay, they they were with this one, now that yeah, one, now yeah. that one. I, okay, I sure what don't. is going on here in that person? What did they do? Because I don't want to <laughs> do that. <laughs> Learn by watching other people. Yeah, it's well, yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got completely off the subject, huh. but, but inside of a family, the situations are there. They they'll always be there. The rivalries will be there to outshine somebody, but that's that's not so much jealousy. That's just wanting to to achieve, mm-hmm. and I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I would I think you would want both of your kids to to be achievers. Oh yeah, I want them to and, do better and yeah. be better. And and uh, if one of them does better than the other one, so what? Right, they're not the same person. No, and and. Uh, well, there was four of us in that family, and the girl was the the shining trophy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. boys were just workers, but that girl got a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mainly because she was a girl, mm-hmm. and you have to watch girls a little closer. So that's what the daddies think, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, she she never had to do anything hardly. We worked. Hard, but she got she got a little easy stuff, but but I never was uh never never did bother me. I just I'm just now remembering that you know what I'm saying because growing up I didn't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. She's just in the household, you know, mm-hmm. and we didn't have sibling rivalries. Now, I, I oh my I, twin sister and I we fought at times. Oh we. <laughs> Yeah. We well, we, that's, that's 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 we did headlocks and slung yeah. each other onto the floor yeah. and pinned each other down with our knees, yeah. or shoulders down, and also yeah. I broke my thumb on my brother's head. He <laughs> broke his thumb on my head. But but we but, but I don't but, think it was jealousy. But, but, I think it was just rivalry. But on the other hand, if you messed with me, he'd hurt you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, the same way toward him. But so we didn't have we didn't have those we didn't have those rivalries. But I remember one time I bought a new car, and that's right after I got married, I bought a new car. Never owned a new car in my life, and I, well, I thought I'm really moving up, and uh, so I dro- drove my new car up to my mom's house, and I had an older brother, two years older than me, and he'd had a couple of failures in his life, and so I was telling my mom about my, my new bright red car, mm-hmm. and if, you know what the first thing my mom said to me? What? Well, reckon. Your brother Albert can get him one too, mm-hmm. and I said, "Sure, just go down and sign the payment book." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes parents can be bad about um, because one because something really good is going on in one sibling's life. I want somebody well, to it should be going on in their life too. Well, like you said, they're on the different paths. Yeah. They're two different people, and um, we make our own way and. Don't compare. Parents are pretty bad about comparing. 
you know, with their kids. And that's something I will not ever do. That will do. cause a rivalry. That will cause a rivalry. Yeah. Ri- rivalry. Um, but I know that when my sister, thinking, sitting here thinking about this, my twin sister and I, when we did fight, you know, I a couple of days ago, I got to thinking about this. And I thought, what was, th- there's a root to that. And when we were toddlers, my dad... He instigated her and I fighting each other, literally wrestling and fighting each other, because I saw a picture of that. And mom <laughs> said, your dad did that. Your dad would do that to, for you all to do that, make you all do that. And so I'm thinking, well, that's where it started right there. Instead of us loving each other, you know, we, he had us fight each other. So that's where that came from. And even it even... This jealousy thing even got into the apostles. It yeah. got into the apostles. Mm-hmm. Peter and John, their mother came to Jesus. Jesus, when you come and set up your kingdom on earth, can my, one of my sons sit on your right hand, mm-hmm. the other one sit on your left hand? Mm-hmm. He says, it's not mine to give. And I think you and I talked about the story some of Jesus sent out the apostles and they were out casting the, they're casting devils out and healing the sick and they came back and just rejoicing and everything. And so they saw these people down, <laughs> they saw these people down on the seashore down there casting out demons mm-hmm. and they didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. And they come to Jesus and they said, they're not supposed to be casting out devils. They're not of us. Yeah. <laughs> so you see, even, even, even in, even in, in, Look! Look at Judas. Mm-hmm. How? I mean, the, the the guy got so bad that he finally just committed suicide. Mm-hmm. But he just he was just envious of everything, mm-hmm. and uh, mostly money. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we won't get into that this morning. Huh. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, I have a list on how to overcome jealousy. Six things, because we have to move on here now. Yeah. Okay. The first is admitting that you have it and recognize where it's coming from. God warned Cain in Genesis 4, 6 through 7. God God warned Cain to take responsibility for himself and make himself right before God. He also warned Cain about what happened if he chose to follow the thoughts of envy and jealousy. Cain chose to follow the thoughts of envy and jealousy and anger, the anger that came with it and wrath. And he killed his brother through that anger, through that rage that he had. Mm -hmm. Jealousy. Jealousy will lead to those things. This is why you've got to get rid of it. You've got to admit to having it. And yeah, I, I, I've had it try to come upon me because I grew up, I grew up living in it. I did. That doesn't mean I had it. I saw it. And I would have to, yes, there were times when it would try to come on me and I would have to say no to it because that's not who I am. So you admit to it, then you repent of it. Repent for allowing yourself to have it. Repent for not uh, being happy with who God made you to be. 
with how God, who God created you to be. Uh, in the scripture, James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. Believe in who God, number three, believe in who God created you to be and trust in his plan for your life. Jeremiah 1.5, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. He knew you because he created your spirit. He knew your spirit before it entered into your mother's womb. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans. He knows the plans for your life. Your life, your life might suck right now, but if you keep your, and I don't like using that word. I'm sorry. I hate that word. If, 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 um, if your life stinks right now, the only way it's going to get better is being happy with who you are and focusing on what God has for you, mm-hmm. on his plan. He has a purpose for you. What is that purpose for you? It's not someone else's plan that he, he doesn't, it's not someone else's plan or someone else's purpose. It's your purpose. There's one purpose for you that was only made for you, a purpose that was only made for Earl. There's a purpose that was only made for me. I don't want someone else's purpose. I don't want someone, Mm. someone else. I don't want somebody else's plan. I don't want somebody else's money. I don't want their things. I just want what God has for me. Bottom line, because when we are happy and content with what the Lord has for us, then we live in peace and we walk in peace. I'm content in what I have. I don't need more than what I have. I don't. And I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. We're all on a different path with different personalities. Your personality is greatly needed. You alone are greatly needed. You're not only, you not only cheat yourself, but you're cheating others from you not being happy with you. You're cheating others from you not being you. God made only one you to serve his purpose. And you can't serve his purpose when you're not who you're supposed to be. You can't serve his purpose when you want to be someone else. You can't serve his purpose when you're walking with envy and jealousy. Number four, be intentional about your thoughts. Be intentional in examining yourself, as 2 Corinthians 10.5 says. Be intentional. If you feel jealousy starting to rise, you better check that. Check it and say, no, you don't. Jealousy Get away from me in the name of Jesus. You go from me. I'm not going to receive you. I'm not going to accept you. I know who I am in Christ. I I am love. I'm going to walk in love and I'm going to walk in the glory of the Lord because the glory of the Lord is love. Walking in the glory of the Lord is confidence. Walking in the glory of the Lord is healing. It's faith. And it's peace. When we walk in the glory of the Lord, oh, we walk in peace. And number five, 
every day give thanks and show gratefulness. Have a thankful heart and be grateful to God and who you are. Be grateful and thankful in who you are and who he created created you to be. Be happy in who you are. Be happy with you. The flaws and all. We all have flaws that we don't like, but be happy with those flaws. The enemy doesn't want you being happy in who you are because he wants to keep you from being joy to others. Because see, when we're confident and happy in who we are and walking in the glory of the Lord, we, uh, the devil doesn't want us. We, 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 we can't, we don't cater into what the enemy wants when we're all those things. Because when we walk in those things, we spread the happiness to others. It opens the doors for others to be happy about who they are. And it, it, your light is shining upon them. And the anointing, that's, the anointing that's coming from that light, from that joy, is healing to others. Recognize that jealousy comes from the devil to destroy not only you, but out to destroy others as well, but mostly you. He will destroy, as Earl said, jealousy will destroy a family. It will destroy a marriage. It will destroy friendships. It will destroy the church. It will destroy you. Jealousy and envy. Love is joy. And joy is healing. The joy of the Lord is my strength. James 1, 2. Count it all joy when you meet trials in various kinds. Walk in joy. Joy pushes away jealousy. Happiness pushes away jealousy. Remembering on who you are in the Lord pushes away jealousy. Remembering who he created you to be, pushes away jealousy and envy. And number six, meditate on the word daily. This will keep you in check. It will keep you from giving in to jealousy and envy. Earl? Well, you have to recognize what it is. In, in, the, in the commandments, Jesus said, he talked a lot about covetousness. Mm-hmm. Okay, jealousy is a demon. It's right out of hell. And, and that's how you get rid of it. You cast the demon out, okay? Because if it gets on you, it's like everything else. Like any other demon, it's going gonna, it's gonna to control your life. So you need, you need to recognize it. See if I've got these tendencies. Sometimes you don't even know you got them. Mm-hmm. You just, you just, you, you, something's operating on you, but you don't, you, you don't realize that. Yeah, that it is jealousy. But get the power of God operating in that, and it'll take care of it. But I'm telling you, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous thing, and the one of the biggest dangers, like I said, is that it has crawled into the church in big time. And it needs to be out. Right. And, and God is not in us being envious of anybody. 
We can't mm-hmm. covet what you. I don't. I don't want what you have. Like you said, I don't want what somebody else has. I just want what I, what God has for me, and, he, and he's, got, he's got plenty for me. I don't. Yes. I don't. I don't need to go after your stuff. No. You know. No. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. It just you know, um, it 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 will destroy, and um, just like Earl said, um, just. Recognize it, like he said, recognize it and get rid of it. Just cast that thing out of yourself. You get out of me in the name of Jesus. Spirit of jealousy, you get out of me in the name of Jesus. I don't receive you and I loose the spirit of love on me. So right now, all of you who are wrestling with the spirit of jealousy and envy, I'm going to come against that right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke. The spirit of jealousy yes, and envy Amen. in all of you who are wrestling with come it, I rebuke you, spirit of jealousy and envy, and I command you to leave every one of these people, leave them, go from them right now, and I got to start over because my mouth was off the mic. I'm going to come against the spirit of jealousy and envy and every one of you who are wrestling with it. I rebuke the spirit of jealousy and I bind it in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you, spirit of jealousy. You go from every person that is wrestling with this, that is hearing this podcast. You go from them in the name of Jesus. And I lose the spirit of love. I lose the spirit of joy. I lose the spirit of peace in the name of Jesus over every person that is dealing with the spirit of jealousy. No more jealousy. Jealousy, you have to go. You have to go completely and be gone in the name of Jesus. And from this day forth, you will walk in the spirit of love, the spirit of joy, and the spirit of peace in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. And this brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank Thank you all for listening in. We hope What we shared will be beneficial and inspiring to you, and it will encourage you to walk in the light, to be the light everywhere you go. No more jealousy, but love. Walk in the glory of the Lord, and we give a special thanks to Amy Mann of uh, Christian Television Network. And if you enjoy our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Come back next week for our next discussion. Until then, this is Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk. Have a blessed week. You are important. There is a purpose for you. And don't ever forget it. Have an awesome weekend.